0: Okay. <laughs> Good morning, Buckhoods. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning Five here on Friday, March 8th, 2019. I am Dave Biddle. Very happy to be joined by Jonah Booker for his usual Friday visit. Jay Book, uh, I'm gonna be going to practice here. I'm gonna leave like right after we do the show here this morning. Uh, the first day is in the books a couple days ago. What has stood out to you so far?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm just so fired up the football's back, baby. Uh, just getting reports of you know, guys out there running around and seeing some of the new guys, but just naming a couple uh, guys off the top of my head that really look good. You obviously have to throw Jalen Gill's name out there. Uh, Almost every, you know, reporter who covers Ohio State mentioned him as a a guy that really looks like he's going to be the next heir heir apparent of one of the dynamic um, wide receivers in this offense and just looking at, you know some of the clips and, and the reports about him. I'm very excited about what he's going to bring to the table. But for me, one of the really good feel good stories with this Ohio State football program is having Brandon Bowen back out there. Um, all reports and indications are he's in the best shape of his life. Obviously, he's been through a lot with that with that gruesome injury. It's put him out of football for quite some time. And just having him out there repping with the first team tackles with their Mumford out is massive for this football team, considering he's an old man of the group. He's a guy that has experience within the program. Um, So just having him out there and looking like he's going to be a solid contributor for this offense is going to be huge for the program. Obviously on defense, um, they mentioned a, a lot of the linebackers, that are looking pretty good out there, which is going to be much needed. And Taraj and Mitchell out there running with Dallas Gent, that second team off uh defense line or defense uh, linebackers with Kayvon Pope. That's something I'm looking at because there's going to be competition much needed at that linebacker spot. Obviously Malik Harrison's going he's going to be on the field at all times, but we got to find some bodies back there. So I'm very excited that spring ball is happening. But those are some of the names that really jumped out at me the first day. Hopefully, when you get some reports coming back uh, from from the second day, we can get some more names that are starting to show out.
0: Yeah, I'll have a, a practice report up on the site uh, here within you know, pro- a couple hours. I mean, it depends on when you're listening to the site or when you're listening to the show here. It could be uh, already up on the site. So make sure you're checking Bucknuts all day. Myself, Patrick Murphy, Steve Hellwagon, All going to be at practice this morning. Um, And then afterwards, we're going to get a chance. This is a huge day for practice because we're going to get a chance to watch the first hour of practice, which is basically half of practice. And then we get to watch uh, or then we get to interview Mike Yuricich, the new offensive coordinator. Um, I should say the new passing game coordinator, quarterbacks coach. Um, And then we get to interview the quarterbacks. We get to interview Justin Fields. We get to interview Matthew Baldwin. Uh, Chuganoff. I don't know if they're going to bring out Vanatsky or not, the walk-on. But we're going to interview Justin Fields and Matthew Baldwin and Chuganoff. And uh, looking forward to interviewing Justin Fields again. We got to interview him about a month ago um, on the late signing day. Um, I believe that was February 6th. So about uh, you know a month and two days later, got to interview Justin Fields. I'm glad you brought up Brandon Bowen. That was I, I agree with you so much, Jay Book. That was huge seeing Brandon Bowen out there. He played so well two years ago as a starter before he got hurt. Missed a year and a half of football. I'm, I'm, You know, I think that's huge that he's back and he can solidify right tackle for Ohio State. That is huge. Uh, but pushing it forward, looking at the quarterbacks again, this is going to be the quarterback day with uh, getting a chance to interview all these quarterbacks. Justin Fields, you saw the, the film that we posted. Just what are your thoughts so far on Justin Fields?
1: Obviously, he still needs to get comfortable with the offense, but you can see the God-given talent is dripping off of him. The guy has potential um, out of this world. It's just going to be him building that rapport with his uh, skill position players, learning the offense, and just going at the tempo that they want to play at. And the one thing that you notice about um, – Justin Fields, as Ryan Day had mentioned, he's a very smart, very intelligent guy. He picks up things fairly fairly well, so just having him being here early is going to be monumental for this football team. And I think just uh, having him getting that rapport, and, and the thing that you're looking at is he ran, he ran mostly with the first team. Obviously, you're going to have a battle there. You want to have a fair and open competition, but just having Justin Fields Just being out there with his guys is going to be huge. He is the, you know, quote-unquote leader in the heart of this football team. This team goes how he goes. And if he can perform at that high level, then this football team has a chance to be in contention for a Big Ten championship again. You
0: know what's interesting? Like, James Laurinaitis knows what's going on with his teams. When he says uh, Baron Browning is going to be an outside linebacker, I believe James Laurinaitis. And then we're out there at practice and, and Barron was repping in the middle, but guys were moving around a lot. And I, I caution people about that. Like just because you see somebody out there repping with the ones for a certain rep, don't assume that that guy's a first team or just guy, because somebody's repping at middle linebacker, that one play that doesn't mean the coach has decided that's the only position he's going to play. Um, you know, a, a lot of people on Bucknuts, you know, like readers, subscribers, listeners to the Bucknuts morning five have asked about this. What, what's the real deal with Baron Browning? Cause I, I think James Laurinaitis is right. I think he's going to be an outside linebacker. But then we're out there as the media the other day, and he's working with the middle linebackers. Um, What do you think is going to happen with Baron Browning?
1: I think it would be a a, a situation where uh, James Laurinaitis, the information uh, that he's getting, obviously that information is coming directly from within the Woody Hayes facility. So James James Laurinaitis is not just going to go on his own show and just – spew something off the top of his head the reports that heater that he's getting is coming directly from inside the facility obviously it's the first day of practice you have a new defensive coaching staff there baron brownie got reps at the mike linebacker during the season they want to get a look at him to see what he's going to do um, Greg Madison has already said that they're going to have multiple looks when it comes to their defense, and especially at the linebacker position. You could see a situation where you have two mics uh, out there on the field at the same time, and with them having um, the hybrid position with the safety slash linebacker position on the field, they're going to try to miss mismatch their their right personnel depending on what team. That they're going to face. So I would not um, take too much into it with Baron Brownie repping at the mic. Because tomorrow you can see him at the outside linebacker position. You can see him at the hybrid position. If they're going against a Wisconsin uh, style offense. You can see the bigger style linebackers with Tough Borland in there. And the other bigger backers flanking him. If it's a spread offense. You can see a situation where Baron Brownie is at the mic with Malik Harrison flanking him with uh, Brendan um, Brendan White flanking him. So it's just a situation where they've already made it clear heading into camp that they're going to be a multiple-look defense. They're going to be dynamic. They're going to have multiple guys playing. And I think the situation is they need to go ahead and um, make sure that they're finding their top five to six linebackers. The one thing I would caution at is Please do not take reps from Taraja Mitchell. I think he is a potential star in the making, and he's already running with the twos, but I would not mind seeing him getting as many reps as possible. Get his confidence up. uh, Teach him the ropes as far as learning that defense. Obviously, James Florinitis uh, felt that from his sources, that Tough Borland should not have been, even been playing last year, coming off that injury, it was way too fresh. So my question is: is are we going to see a better Tough Borland this year because he did not play at the potential that he obviously obviously should have? So I think right now you have you know highly four and five star guys in that linebacker room. They want to see what they can find as the best fit. Um, but I would caution, as you mentioned, it's the first day. Let's see how things actually play out once we get into fall camp.
0: Yeah, I, I love Taraja Mitchell, too. And I love anything we can get from Little Animal, James Laurinaitis. Little Animal doesn't really do him justice anymore. I know it's obviously because his dad is the animal and he's little animal. But, uh, man, um yeah, anything he says, I, I basically take his gospel. And, um, yeah, Taraja Mitchell, he he looks like a beast out there. I can't wait to see him out there again today. Uh, before I let you go, so Brendan White has his breakout season last year. You know, we wait like nine games. takes Jordan Fuller getting ejected for Brendan White to finally get a chance. He gets like 13 tackles and a half of football against Nebraska. Rose Bowl MVP looks like he's going to be another, you know, the next star safety at Ohio State. Um, and now, you know, he's repping with the linebackers. I know it's because they're going to use kind of more of a hybrid linebacker, you know, what they call the Viper at Michigan with Peppers and with Hudson. Hudson's still at Michigan. Um, but Hudson's like 220 pounds. I know Peppers, Peppers was kind of a different guy, even though I've always thought he was overrated. I mean, he was always better in the box than he was in coverage. Um, But Brendan White, I kind of liked him at strong safety. I guess it really doesn't matter. I mean, if he's going to be kind of a hybrid, it really doesn't matter. Just your thoughts on on Brendan White and Jocelyn Went repping with uh, the linebackers the other day.
1: I I love it because I think it's going to provide an opportunity for Brendan White to really put his name on the map. I mean, even though Jarrell Preppers was highly overrated, he still flashed at times in that Viper position and with the talent and the athleticism that White brings to the table, he's going to have a potential to make a lot of plays. If a lot of people is wondering what the Viper position is, kind of thinking of a, of a position with Darren Lee as the walkout linebacker to where they're going to ask a lot of those guys. They're going to ask them to be in coverage. They're going to ask them to play in the box. They're going to ask them to get after quarterback. You could see them uh, lining up on, on the line of scrimmage on on third and lone type of situations but with today's game with a lot of teams spreading you out and they're going to hurry up it's imperative that you can have a guy that can, can can play either role i know the arizona cardinals did it a lot with tyron matthew um going down in the box and that's a situation where they really use his athleticism to get after the quarterback when needed be and i think brendan white can excel at that Jocelyn Wins going to be interesting because I don't think he has the hips to play uh, back there in the deep safety. He's playing closer to the line of scrimmage, which he did in high school. I wouldn't mind seeing Isaiah Pryor also getting some reps down there. But the one thing it really does for me is I think we're about to see uh, a guy that turns into a star, which is Josh Proctor, because with with Jordan Fuller being out this spring, um and then with the hybrid position emerging, you're gonna see a lot of guys back there at the safety position that really hasn't made a name for themselves. So- we had it on our boarding house that uh, Alex Grinch was extremely high on Josh Proctor. He was pushing hard for him to get playing time, and he was overruled by Greg Schiano and Urban Meyer because they didn't feel like Josh Proctor was ready, but Alex Grinch was sold on him. And from what I've been told from others, they believe that Josh Proctor was ready to play last year. And I think this spring we're really going to see him emerge and then this fall camp He's going to put his name on the map as well.
0: Yeah, I'll just throw it out there. It was uh, Grinch that told me at Rose Bowl Media Day when I had a one-on-one interview with him at the very end that Proctor, he said, write this down. Proctor will be a star at Ohio State. So uh, I'll just throw it out there. We're not supposed to say whose item was whose in, in the boarding house. That was mine. Um, so hopefully uh, Alex Grinch wa- is right. If he's if he's wrong, we can say, well, you know, now he's he's elsewhere. He's at Oklahoma. So it's it's his fault for saying that. No, but Proctor out there, Jay Book, was looking really good the other day. He had a really good pass breakup. He's active. And with Brendan White now moving to linebacker, I can see the starting safeties very easily beating J- being Jordan Fuller. Obviously Jordan Fuller is going to be one. Uh, but I can see the starting safety being Jordan Fuller and Josh Proctor.
1: Yeah, I I agree. I'm going to be very... Um, Interested to see how they actually allowed us to play out because um, are they going to do a, a too deep safety? They could have some looks where Jordan Fuller is uh, the middle field safety there, where they're crowding the box. So it's going to be a type of defense to where we could see multiple, multiple looks here. Um, my, I would caution is please do not overload these kids. We we saw it um, last year with Greg Schiano. It was paralysis by analysis, guys were thinking way too much and not reacting fast enough. Um, they say that this defense is going to be simplified to where they want guys to be flying from A to B as fast as possible and just getting to the football. But it, it's going to it, – um, with the safety position, it's going to be wide open. This is going to be a huge opportunity for that back end to really make a name for themselves for the spring. I mean, I, I can't remember. It's been so long – That we had so many green guys back there at the safety position where anyone can emerge. I mean, obviously, Jordan Fuller is going to be the starter come fall. But right now, there's a perfect time to get as many reps for those younger guys so that you can build up that depth there because right now, uh, they have a lot to prove in that secondary. They did not live up to the expectations. And Tim May had tweeted out after the the report that the defensive backs were getting flagged for holding penalties quite a bit in that first practice. And I think that's just going to be uh, a situation where Halfley is going to have to break that out of those guys. There was a lot of bad coaching uh, with the defensive coaches last year when it comes to technique and holding penalties and not finding the football, not getting your head around. So Halfley coaching the entire secondary, he has a lot on his plate. But the main thing is before you can really teach a proper scheme, you have to get the basic fundamentals down and just breaking those guys of their bad habits that they had from last year is going to be priority. Number one.
0: Great insights as always from Jonah Booker here on Friday. Thank you very much. Jay book. Very much. Appreciate it. And thank you to our listeners out there for tuning in the show. Appreciate that as well. Hope everyone has a great day and a great weekend. Let's try the Buckeye swag. Best in band in the land. <laughs>